Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Jaeger Live. In today's episode, I want to talk about extreme ownership. So let's get into it. Okay, guys. Um, I want to start today's episode off... Um, by asking a question and maybe just reflecting in, in your own lives and your own situations, um, have you ever felt like everybody else is reaching their successes and you're not? Do you ever feel like there's something like missing or um, I don't know? Like for me, I feel like. I've got a lot I've had a lot going on these past few weeks and in case you guys haven't noticed I haven't posted in a couple weeks um, a new episode just because this this kind of funk that I've been in um, I know it's it's detriment detrimental to my podcast success but it's been a funk that I haven't been able to necessarily get out of um, I've put a lot of balls in the air I think and maybe I've I have the capability of doing it and I know that I do it when I can, I do it well, but sometimes there's a bit of, I don't know if it's like overwhelm or if it's desire or what it is that it really fights against me on getting things done. And I don't know, it's just these past few weeks I've been thinking about like, I feel like everybody's hitting their shit. Everybody's getting it. Everybody's reaching some sort of success. You know, they're they're climbing over those obstacles. And I'm kind of just hitting wall after wall. And I know that it could be, you know, my own perception of what is actually occurring. But, you know, it still happens. And I think it does happen with a lot of people. And I don't think many people talk about it. Because a lot of those people that are out there talking and like, you know, for example, like me, I have a podcast about living your best life and about how to push past all these blockades in your life and your mindset and my journey towards that. But I think what's important is that it's to discuss the whole journey. My journey isn't just the successes and the wins that I have in my life. And it's not, I don't want to give you guys the highlight reel. Um, I think it's important to talk about the ups and the downs. And, you know, I think it's important to understand that I do have downs and I do have, I don't have all the answers on how to attack it effectively. You know, sometimes it takes me longer to get out of my my valleys than I'd like to admit. And these past couple of weeks, I think is just one of those times where, you know, I just got either caught up in my mind too much or something happened to where I wasn't able to be productive like I should, because it's like, I, I feel like every time these, this past couple of weeks, it's like the night before everything's going down. I, no, I get excited about what's going on for the next day. I know I'm like, dude, I'm going to be able to fuck this day up. I'm going to be able to get everything I need to get done because I know about this. I need to know about this. And I don't write anything down. 
So, right, problem one. And by day two, you know, I've woken up late. I've gone to sleep late. Um, my sleep maybe wasn't great. The kids have been sleeping kind of weird. Um, so there's been that factor. But I wake up. I'm unmotivated. I'm tired. I'm like, I'm getting into this mindset of just pushing it till tomorrow. And I think with everything that's going on right now, the quarantine and being home and all this crap that's in the media and everything else that's just going on, it's like, it's so easy to be, I guess, passive and just forget about the things that are really important and thing, forget about the things that are going to push your life forward. I just look around and I'm seeing people making moves and, and it's great. I'm glad that people are out there taking, taking the time to better their lives and better their situations. I think that's great. Um, but at the same time, it's like, while I'm not doing those things, I'm beating myself up about it. And I'm having this really, um, this really intense internal battle with myself, like knowing I should be doing these things. I know what I need to be doing. And every day that I don't take action, I am getting, um, I'm pushing myself back even further or I'm one step behind my competitor or I'm, I'm wasting one more day of my life because I think that it's super important for people to really keep it in the front of their mind that we are not here on this earth very long. And with every day of inaction, it's a lot of our life. Um, I think how to try to deal with these things, I was just talking to my wife about it. I need to, I'm, my ideas to get back, first of all, I'm recording this episode, which is important to me because as you know, we, putting this, um, putting this out there for you guys is very important to me. It's something that um, I enjoy doing and something that I enjoy the idea of helping people. So I, the first thing I do is I sat down and I'm doing this episode. Um, it's going to release on a day late. Well, two weeks and a day late if you want to get technical. Um, but I'm going to do it. I got to do it. I have to start killing my inaction by just ramping up the action. But I think it's also important for me. I want to get back to my basics. Um, I haven't been meditating for a while and I know that I've, I've noticed a difference in, um, my mental capabilities of focus and goal setting. And, and I'm going to get back to journaling. I think journaling is like I've, I've talked about many, many times. I think it's super important. I think it's a great tool to have. Um, I know I saw direct results with, with journaling when I did that, that two-week um, experiment of journaling. So I know I need to get back to those things because whatever, for whatever works for you guys, whether it's journaling, meditation, whether it's exercise. I mean, that's another thing. I think the only thing that I feel really confident about that I've done in the past few weeks is my, my physical fitness and getting healthier. I've, I've cut out a lot of crap. Um, I don't eat a bunch of shit like I used to. I'm cutting out the processed stuff, which is hard. I know because in quarantine, it's like you buy whatever can sit on the shelf the longest, whatever, you know, it's not as easy as going to the store every week to get fruits and vegetables. 
it's a lot easier to buy, you know, a bag of Cheetos and canned chili beans or some shit, you know, something that's going to stay on the shelf and you're, you're okay. And you know, you don't have to go to the store a bunch. So I know it's a little bit harder for me in regards of getting the better foods in the house and not having so much processed stuff. But basically I'm just staying away from it. I can't, I can't succumb to boredom and just eating because I'm bored. And then I eat a bunch of processed crap. Um, I've really cut back on the, the soda. Again, soda is something that can sit. You have it for a while. Obviously, it tastes delicious. I'm a big Pepsi fan. Not sponsored. Um, but when this whole thing first started, my wife bought a cube of Pepsi, and I fucking demolished it in like a week. A cube. So um, the second cube that she bought, I'm still going through it. I maybe have a soda once a day, maybe once every couple days. So I'm really starting to drink more water. Like I said, I've been exercising. I've been really pushing myself to get up and, and exercise. And so while I have those little successes, I think that I think that I'm over analyzing or or something about like the fear of something about my failures. And I'm just like, every little failure that I have is, like in regards to my business, it's such a big fear of mine to fail at my business that every little failure I have, I I blow out of proportion. And I I hinder myself from getting over it and taking that next step in my business. So... Anyway, I just wanted to t- touch on that a little bit because I do want I did want to explain that while I why I haven't been posting um just kind of where I've been at these past couple of weeks. I was really strong. I mean, I feel like I've been really strong throughout this whole quarantine thing. I think I've been really strong as far as um being my own boss and having to be be my own disciplinarian. And, and hold myself accountable to things. So I think I've been doing really well thus far ever since I quit um, a couple months ago. Maybe it's a month ago, a couple, almost a couple months ago now. Um, but I do also got, I have to understand I have to, these times are going to come and I have to let them happen. And um, I just have to get back on the horse. And so for you guys that are maybe in the same situation where you maybe gotten a little funk these past couple of weeks or in, in somewhere in this time of quarantine, somewhere in this time of um, having to separate yourself from people and separate yourself basically from the world, I hope that you can kind of analyze some things and, and really sit down and you're able to combat these feelings and whether it's fears or inadequacies or uh, insecurities, whatever it is that you feel that's going on right now, um, just know that you're not alone because, like I said, I've been going through this for the past couple of weeks. And there is light at the end of the tunnel. I know it sounds cheesy to say, but, you know, there are just, there's just times where you just got to say fuck it and you got to push forward. So today's episode, well, <laughs> I didn't want half of my episode to be about that. I think it is important to touch on, like I said, but today's episode, I really wanted to talk about extreme ownership. Now, extreme ownership is a um, idea from a retired Navy SEAL, 
from my understanding, you know, you could correct me if I'm wrong, but he wrote this book about extreme ownership and he had a TED talk about it. And if, if you guys want to check out the, the TED talk, super interesting. I, I highly suggest it. He, um, just go to YouTube and type in TED talk, extreme ownership and Jocko will, will pop up. But I wanted to talk about it because I think it's something that people shy away from. People shy away from owning their own bullshit. And especially, you know, I find myself doing it. I've, I've done it. And I'm guilty of it just like everybody else is. And I think 99% of people, unless you're like this fucking psycho, like 99% of people have done this in their lifetime. Everybody's guilty of it from time to time. It's just like, you know, someone who sins. Everybody sins. You can't just say, oh, I've never sinned in my life. So I think it's important to touch on it. And I think it's important to kind of um, to put it out there for people to really analyze this in their own life in their, through their own perspective. Because while it's easy to point the finger at people, it's... It's more effective for the long term if you're able to kind of put the micro- yourself under the microscope. So I wanted to start off with what does extreme ownership mean? Because I think it's important for you to understand it um, in that way when you, when you try to seek it out in your own life, you're able to identify it easier. So I actually looked it up because I wanted to get a really good definition for you guys. Um, Extreme ownership is the practice of owning everything in your own world. And if you think about, like, imagine how powerful that is. Just that that thought right there. That you're owning everything. That everything is in your control. I mean, it might sound like a terrible thing. Or it might sound like a difficult thing to swallow. That, wait, what, everything is my fault? Yeah, everything is your fault. And that's good. That's good because that means that you are in charge of your successes. Everything you succeed at is nobody else's doing but your own. Like, isn't that a great idea to have? Isn't that a great thing to be like, yeah, I'm successful because of this. I chose to do this. Instead, I could have gone and did this. You know, I could have gone this route and I could have ended up in jail. I could have done drugs. I could have robbed people. But I decided to go this route. I decided to read. I decided to get knowledge. I decided to seek out mentors and people that could help me. Like, that's powerful shit. When you look back on your life and you realize, man, there's one of two ways I could have gone. And I'm, I had the strength to choose this. So you are, I mean... To know that you're responsible for your successes, but on the flip side of that, to also know that you're responsible for your failures. I think a lot of people are so quick to point the finger at somebody else when they fail. Um, Whether it's your pride, your ego, um, whether it's guilt, whatever it is that um, causes us to try and point the finger at other people is... It's really damaging to our growth. It's damaging to who we are going to become. You know, think about 
if you are always, let's say you're in your 30s. Let's say you've had a slew of relationships. Now, um, it's kind of funny because me and my brother were just talking about this the other day. But it's like if you are constantly saying, oh, well, that chick was crazy. That chick was crazy. I couldn't live with her. She was crazy. I couldn't deal with her. She was crazy. And you're saying that about every relationship that you've ever been in. Think about it for a second. Like, what's the common denominator here? Who's (laughs) everybody else is crazy, but you, everybody else has a problem to commit, but you, everybody else can't communicate, but you, and when you have that mindset and when you keep that mindset throughout your life, where, where are you going to grow? At what point are you going to be able to move forward? At what point are you going to be able to change your life? I could blame people for my failures. I, it's easy. It's super easy. Oh, I didn't get that promotion because my boss is an asshole. Oh, I didn't get the job because that guy's a dick and didn't see the, the value that I could have brought to him. Oh, I got fired because instead of him taking responsibility for his shit, he's going to push it on me and it's my fault. So he's going to fire me. Oh, I'm not married anymore because my ex-husband was a fucking psycho. He was an asshole. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so easy to point it. I don't have enough money because I don't get paid enough because my boss is a money hungry asshole. All these things that it's so easy to point that finger at somebody when in actuality, if you just turned it around, like one of my biggest gripes, and I hope I don't piss anybody off here, but I, I want to talk about this just for a second, and it, and it falls in line with extreme ownership. One of the things that I cannot stand about fucking people when they gripe about how much money they make. Now, I'm a strong believer in you are compensated by the value that you bring to the market. I'm a strong believer in that. I don't, while I think that there are some situations, because there are going to be gray areas and everything, there are some situations where you cannot help where you work and you have to be at a certain job and you have to make an X amount of dollars. But there's tons of people that they come home and they're like, oh, my fucking job sucks. I hate my job. My uh, my coworkers are this, my boss is an asshole, my, I don't make enough money, I'm working way too hard, they don't appreciate me, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm, I look at them, and I'm just sitting there listening to their bitching and moaning. Every day, they're coming home, they're bitching and moaning about the same thing, or every time I see them, they're complaining about the same thing, and I'm just like, why don't you quit? I just tell them, I look right at them, and I say, just quit then. And y- you should see their face. It's... It's like, oh, that's ridiculous. Well, why is it ridiculous? You hate your job. You don't like your boss. Your coworkers are, you know, they treat you like shit. They talk behind your back. They mistreat you. Why are you there? You don't, you say you don't make enough money? Find another job that makes enough money. I will tell you this. In the, in the time that I have, was an employee, every job that I took... I was at a job and I always went up. I never went back in pay. I always left a job for a better situation because if I'm not happy with my pay, I will find somebody who will pay me for what I'm worth. Now that's not ego. That's not whatever you want to put it as. I mean, like that's, if you feel like you're being underpaid, 
I can dig it, man. I've been there many, many times. But don't sit there and try and blame people because you're not making the money you think you should make. That's not their fault. They're paying you with what they think they should pay you. So if you're not getting paid what you want to get paid, then find a job that will. Super, super simple. But what's what's more simple for people? To sit there and bitch about it. To complain about why they're not doing this and why they don't have this. Instead of taking the ownership and being like, I'm not getting paid what I want because of me. Because I don't have the balls to get out there and try and find another job. Because I'd rather sit here and bitch about it and bitch about where I am not in my life because of everybody else than say, you know what, it's my fault. I think it's something that people don't really take account for anymore. And I think that they need to start doing that. So I encourage you guys, if that's the spot that you're in, I know, shit, man, I've done it. I've been there. I've been in that spot. Um, but try and take that mindset of it's everybody else's fault and try and see, like, what can I do to change the situation? Instead of blaming it on somebody else, think about what can I do and see what happens. See where it takes you. Who knows? I'm, I'm going to give you a really good estimation. If you truly do this, I think it's going to come back tenfold in successes and happiness and everything that you want and when you start taking extreme ownership. As always, guys, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate your support. Um, I appreciate your patience through all of this that's, uh, that I've been going through. If you haven't yet, please subscribe. Please share it with people that could find value from it. I really appreciate all the love and support, and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Thank you.